live from the Zimmer Radio World Headquarters in the heart of the Midwest, this is the Gary Nolan Show. Now, here's your proud card-carrying member of the Libertarian Party, Gary Nolan. Oh, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It's Think Tank Thursday. Show Me Institute is up next, and I am pleased to tell you that uh, Brenda Talent joins us. I'm looking at uh, this uh, document, apparently, about uh, uh, CNBC and ranking of the states. CNBC just released its annual ranking of America's top states in which uh, to do business. After comparing more than 60 measures across states, all from publicly available data, CNBC put Missouri at a mediocre 31st in 2016, down several notches uh, from its 2015 position of 26th. Uh, where, uh, Where are we headed here, Brenda? Welcome. How are you? Thanks. It's good to be on with you, Gary. Um, well, where we're headed, if you look at this trend line, is downward, which is not a good direction to be heading. Um, our, our state is, you know, based on different measures, just stagnating. We really are. And and the question is, what are we going to do to change our direction to begin to grow economically and to lift us out of the doldrums that we're currently in? Uh, when you look at these, the, this measure, which is about doing business, you know, we hear things that, well, that the cost of doing business and infrastructure costs are, are good in Missouri. But then you look at that, well, part of what reduces the cost of doing business is the fact that we offer so much corporate welfare to companies. Um, but then when you look at things where we're ranked really very poorly, in fact, dead last, we're, we're ranked dead last on workforce force and quality of life. These are important things because workforce it captures the notion of the education of the workforce, our ability to retain and attract workers, uh, productivity, and of course, quality of life encompasses crime rates, health care, those types of things. So when we're measuring these different categories, even within the doing business rankings, the items that catch your attention and you say, well, why aren't we doing better? We're doing very poorly on, and in other rankings like uh, GDP, well, I, I've got some good news and bad news, uh, and I'll give you the bad news. The bad news was from 1997 through 2014, Missouri ranked 49th in GDP growth. Well, once we add the 2015 numbers into that, I got good news. We've moved up to 48th again. Yeah. Uh, for a steak dinner tonight. <laughs> there, there you go. But uh, again, you know, we're just not going in the right direction. And what you've got to ask yourself is, when are we going to really take a hard look at at what we've been doing and saying, you know, it hasn't been working. We need to change. We need to to have regulations and laws which encourage business growth that get government out of the way. Um, and unfortunately, we're not doing that right now. You know, in the uh, second segment of the program, the half an hour preceding you, I talked to Jim Babka from Downsize DC, and he brought in a chart showing how regulations at the federal level uh, have harmed our incomes, uh, and that in fact, uh, we are, the average median income could be in the neighborhood of three hundred thousand dollars a year instead of fifty-three thousand a year because these regulations at the federal level, are killing businesses. 
Uh, and we and we layer that. We layer that with state regulations and local regulations. Right. So now we're we're just really putting a thumbs down on people. But I want to translate this, Brenda. We we just talked about uh, you know the regulations are slowing down GDP. But I want to make this so that people understand what we're really talking about. If you got rid of the regulations and the oppressive taxes, you would be hiring more people. The greater the demand for labor, the more people have to pay to get good labor. Correct. So your income will go up because a good employer wanting a good employee is going to have to pay for them, and the supply will be limited. And and not only that, but if if private business grows within our state, guess what? Revenues to the state will also grow. That's true, and you might need. Well, it, it just cut, yeah, you can so you can cut the taxes to bring you can people cut taxes, in. You can cut regulation. You can cut because it really is. It's the tide which raises all boats, and you know what we often hear from our uh, our policymakers is, well, we can't do that because if we do that, we're going to cut revenue. The answer is no. You you need to do that. You need to free people to pursue their entrepreneurial dreams, to grow their businesses, to to, to welcome them into our state and make it easy in order to get those businesses started because then that will will grow our economy, and that will provide the resources we need to do the fundamental functions of government. And notice I, I'm emphasizing fundamental. We don't, you know, we don't need to get involved in areas which pri- the private sector can handle. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants anarchy, but I think we want limited constitutional government. We want to be free to create new businesses. We got. I, I, I talk about this all the time in Columbia because I'm stunned. Back in Ohio, my, the family we've had a tavern for for three generations. Mm-hmm. Here in Columbia, if you want a ten bar, you have to get a license. Yeah. It's like, what are these people doing? We license and regulate and tax and it, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't even want to start a business in this state. It, it can be quite daunting to do so and and you can pick some of our larger metropolitan areas where it becomes particularly daunting to try to 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 start a business and and make opportunities available for other people, and that's exactly what we need. In our metropolitan areas, we need to have businesses there that are, are growing because those create opportunities, and, and that's what you know helps you reduce the crime rate, give better quality education. And just There's a panoply of social issues that are addressed when we allow the economy to grow. Brenda Talent with us from the Show Me Institute. We talked about the feature, which is to deregulate and lower taxes. We talk about the benefit, which is an increase in salary uh, that comes along with this uh, deregulation and lower taxes, and how it feeds on itself, uh, because if it's a great place to start a business, even if you're not living in the state of Missouri, if you're looking for a place to open a new uh, plant or uh, create a new business, it becomes inviting to go there instead of opening up in, in Ohio or someplace else where the taxes are high. And the and the regulations are high, and it just makes yeah. economic utopia. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page here. And, so, and yeah, and and we have to look at everything. We have to look at our not only our regulations, as you say, our tax rates. Um, 
and, and really whether we have rules that are clear so that when a business what a business wants is they want clear rules and they want consistency they don't want things changing on them in midstream so you know keep keep it to a minimum and keep it simple all right so we know what we want how do we get it brenda how do we get regulators how do we get the legislature to i mean people get up and they go to work every day they're feeding their families they're doing all this stuff they don't want to be babysitting their legislature and yet you know they need babysat well of course what we try to do at the institute is to provide the facts that that individuals need in order to make the case for these changes that in fact the free market works and you need to get out of the way i do think people need to be knowledgeable about how some of the policies that we currently have are hurting businesses and those stories where you hear about businesses closing or the the business that that won't move into our state because we have barriers for them for them that are just other states don't provide um, but but a lot lot large part of it is having a clear mindset about what the proper role of government is and talking to the people who represent us to see do they understand that because all too often what we see and and, and it's most evident when we're talking about tax subsidies um, TIFs um, economic development credits where our elected officials are very quick to think that they can determine what industry or what business they should promote. So they provide these credits, these tax subsidies to them. They get the wonderful photo op where they're there cutting a blue ribbon and then, and then lo and behold, the jobs aren't produced. But there's nobody there following up to shine a light on the fact that taxpayers have lost, have given away, you know, millions and millions of dollars of subsidies and then what happens? There's no economic growth. We know the data. We know that that's the case. So what we need to demand of those who represent us is that, in fact, they only perform the the basic functions that government is supposed to perform. They need to quit picking winners and losers. If they want to start a business, they need to get out of elected office, and they need to go out in the private market and see whether they can start that business and make it successful. Yeah, I would argue when they pick a winner, we're the loser. Brenda Talent, Show Me Institute, thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me, Gary. You have a wonderful day. You too. Take care.